Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. All right. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On this episode, this evening, I have Portia Weeks. Portia is an illusionist hair artist and also known as the frontal queen. Portia is from Philly and has had a love for hair since the age of nine years old. To date, she possessed 18 years of styling experience and superior entrepreneurial vision. She opened the doors to her own hair salon in 2016 called Babs, Beautiful Artistic Professional Stylist. The salon specializes in illusion hairstyles from frontal custom weaves to even hair care. In 2018, Babs was included in Essence Magazine's top 30 hair salons in the country. She has been featured in Vogue, Allure, Essence, and many, many more. Styles of Portia has garnered the attention of many in the hair industry and beyond. I introduce to you all Portia Weeks. Hey, Portia. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> What's going so on? I hear you on the West Coast, and we over here getting snow on the East Coast. Yes, I know, right? It's not even that warm out here, though. It's cold as hell out here. Oh, my gosh. Mm. But don't be excited when you get back and it be snow on the ground. I know. Uh, my mom dad told me. It is a mess out here, but <laughs> let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's so, of course, it. this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. What is your definition of purpose? Hmm. My definition of purpose. My definition of purpose to me is, is it's a it's a thought. It start with a thought first of all. You got to figure out what your purpose is. And it's like a, it's a form of an action word. Cause once you find out your purpose, then you have to start physically walking into your purpose. I feel like purpose is a, a word of meaning, like the meaning to you, like, why are you here? What are you here for? You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I hear purpose, that's, that's what I think first. Like, and that, that purpose defines you. Cause like, it's like you getting dropped off. <clears throat> it's like you getting dropped off. Off the off the planet, you get dropped off on the planet, and then you got to fit for yourself, and then you got to figure out why you're here. Just that. Yeah, I agree. And and even though so many people who have done this interview, everybody has said, you know, what purpose is in their own, but it all still come down to the same thing. Right. So, how did you pretty much get inspired to do what you do today? I had a love for hair since I was a kid. For for today, at the moment, are you saying? Are you saying like no throughout my whole entire life? Well, yeah, you can talk about how you got it, you know, from when you were a child till now. Okay. <laughs> um, well, since I was a child, in another interview, I spoke about me having, like, strict parents. Okay, my uh, my dad is a minister, and uh, my mom works in the medical field, but she both was, they both was pretty much tight on my side. Um, mm-hmm. As far as, like, you know, strict rules, come, come in the house, you can't go out for the whole week until Friday, you know, because of school, you know, school time. So... 
I don't know. I just took an interest in hair. Like anytime I looked at a person, I feel like I, in my mind, I'm like, how can I make them more beautiful than what they are? You know, even if they are beautiful, like how can I fix her hair or how can I make this person feel great? You know what I'm saying? Even sometimes mm-hmm. somebody sit in my chair now and I feel like they got like dark circles and I'll, I'll reach into my concealer bag and I'm like, you ever try concealer? And they're like, no, I said, you ever try makeup? And they say, no, I said, let me put this on your eyes and see if you like it or not. And then I'm like, oh my God, I, I look, uh, you know, like a couple years younger. I, I really like it. I just like the, for People's outcome, as far as their outer exterior, it always was a, 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 a interest in, in me in my life. And as I got older, um, I stuck to it because it was it was something that I I, I loved, like, and I still love it. Like, it's, it's my first love, and always will, and still is. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing like making someone feel beautiful on the outside. No, it is it's really not. It's, it's it's another thing. It's it's crazy how you'll run across people and, and you you'll think they're beautiful. Like, you know, you might think, you know, that guy look real handsome and look good and or you see a female like she's really beautiful, she's very pretty. But what's crazy is like they don't even they don't even see their outer beauty. Like the ones that you really like, how could you not think you're pretty and you're beautiful, you know? It's crazy what people think about themselves. People always tear themselves down, but you know, that's how people is. No, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. So did you have a role model or a mentor that you looked up to, like when you were a kid or even now as an adult? As I was a child, my mom did hair, but she wasn't like, okay. in, she wasn't in no salon or nothing like that. I was told uh, that my grandmother died when she was like 40 something. She was pretty young. Wow. But yeah, she got killed. But um, mm. before she left this earth, she was a hairstylist. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was a hairstylist, and everybody went to her to get their hair done, basically. And um, so I just feel like, you know, it, it could have been in the jeans a little bit, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it was like inside of my blood, inside of my bones. And um, I don't know. I just had a, a liking for a hairstylist. My mom would go every two weeks to the hairdresser. I would go with her. And I'd just be so interested in what they're doing. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I want to like, I wanna be a hairstylist. Like, I want to do that. Like, I want to pump the people up in the chair, you know, spin them around spin them around, you know, what have you. Um, as I got older, I took a liking to about a couple of good hair artists in Philadelphia that one of them is Keisha from Ite Hair Salon. Mm-hmm. Ite Hair Salon to Ite Products. Um, I actually worked with her for about a, about um, almost a year um after I begged to come work there. Because <laughs> she wasn't taking <laughs> she wasn't taking um a lot of people. Like she wasn't she wasn't taking no more people basically. So and I had to like quickly back to like, you know, I can, like, I can do the work, you know, I can do this, I can do that. Like, you can trust me. And, you know, um, I had to wind up. She told me no. So I went home and wrote a letter. Like, you know, I don't, I don't really, I don't really agree with the word no a lot of times, you know. I know that sounds really crazy, right. but I'm just, I'm just an optimist, you know, I'm, I'm an optimist. So you tell me no, in my mind, it's still a yes. And then you tell me no again, <laughs> I'm still gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try my way through for you to say, finally say yes. That's right. She finally told me yes, I can't work for her. And um, another one, um, I love Carl J. He's from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He's another person that um, I admire and still do. And at the time, uh, when I was like struggling in my peak, you know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. was going to his one of his um, hair events. And one thing that's always stuck to me, he told me to never whore my prices. Like don't never whore myself as far as if some if I feel like. If I feel like a person, I should charge this person a, a, a certain type of um a price. Don't ever double back, or don't feel like you like 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 this scared to say what it is you feel like you should get. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. Because a lot of hairstylists, they'll be like, you know, as I've grown up, Portia, you, 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 you pricey, you know, your, your price is high, but I'm like, how is it high? Like I'm doing all this stuff. Like I think that my prices pretty much add up to the things that I'm doing. And I think you should do yeah. the same, you know? And it was a point where I felt like I should take it down, right? And I never felt like that mm-hmm. before. And at the time, I felt like I should take them down. About it was like it was like maybe mm, I would say like a good seven years ago when I went. He said, I asked him about it. He said, "Don't ever whore yourself if you feel like you whatever you charging is worth it. You go ahead and charge that because somebody's out there is going to pay for it." And then I got one more. Her name was Nanique. She owned a beauty studio. She's very well known in Philadelphia as well. She's another person mm-hmm. that um. When I was coming up being young that I looked up to. And it's the one thing that she also said to me as well. Like, you never know what type of seed you're sowing into somebody's life, you know, whether. That's the truth. Tip, you know, it, it, it will stick. And it, what stuck with me is I was real broke. Um, I was really, really broke. And I didn't have like no money. And I was still a struggling hairstylist. I'm like, yo, like this can't be life, you know. And I talked to her and she was like, um, I said, well, Nanique, I said, I just like, I can't get, like, it's not that many clients coming to me. And to me, I'm not an arrogant hairstylist. Um, I'm very sure of myself though, you know, but mm-hmm. I, it's just like, I'm like, I know I'm good. Like, why is it nobody like, why am I not getting the traffic that I feel like I should get, you know? Right. And I told her that and she said, well, Portia, she said, are you tithing? I was mm. like, yeah, right? I ain't expect Fred to tell me that. Say that to me. So I'm like, tithing. I'm like, no. I said, I'm I'm not tithing. And I know all about tithing, but I just was not doing right. it. Right. And then she said, okay, well, we don't have anything to talk about then. I'm like, okay, all right. And <laughs> so I'm like, okay, maybe I should start tithing. But I didn't start tithing until seven years later, six years later. Wow. And when I yeah. start, and when I finally started tithing. A whole lot of more doors has opened. I've been tithing for four years, nonstop. Every week, I tithe. I never stop. That is like, right. I see what man, it does. Oh man. Yeah, like, I got. I see what it does. Like it is like it's crazy. <laughs> no, that's the truth. Yeah, that is the truth. Because even when you don't have a lot, you can tithe, and then next thing you know, you got this money coming in, or yeah. you get some magnificent blessing coming from somewhere. You be like, wait a minute, what happened? You know, like. It, it really opens up doors when you when you pay back into what you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I pretty much name everybody that um, I look up to. Oh, and another one, Leon. He's so sweet. I love his um, his drive. You know, he's still at it. And I admire stuff like that, you know? I do. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. What do you feel was your biggest challenge in order to get where you are today? And how oh. did you overcome? Oh, um... I had a really bad, um, I had a really bad drug addiction mm. and I mean, all types of drugs, um, liquor, you know, that was like the least. And then I found myself like going in different areas of drugs, like, you know, like taking it up a notch, you know, trying just different stuff, mm-hmm. cause the other stuff, you know, wasn't working for me no more. Cause I always do them, you know? Right. I mean, I was tripping, like I was really, really tripping, but I didn't know I was tripping until like until like three years ago and once I realized like I don't know one day I was just like I can't be I can't do this every I can't do this every day like it's impossible like you know what I'm saying I can't yeah do this every day I just had a, a crazy like flashes through my mind I was like wow if I don't if I don't stop doing this like I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life and then I had thought about some people that I actually know that they, they they're like 40 and 50 years old and they still 
I feel like they have not progressed in their lives. And I feel mm-hmm. like they're they still doing drugs. They, they're still, you know, hanging out at the bars every night. And I was like, man, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like those people. And so that's when I had went on this fast. Like, I told myself, like, I said, I'm going to try this fast out. I did it for 40 days when I first did it. And um, it was vegetables, fruits, nuts, and water. And it was like no sex, no alcohol, you know. I, right. Basically, you cut off from all the worldly things that you basically do, you know. Exactly. And that took some discipline. And when I first did, I got on the nicotine pad because I smoked cigarettes for forever. And I got on that first before I did the fast. And then, and that that addiction went away within like a month because I stayed on the nicotine pad like every day. Right. That went away first. And then I said, okay, let me start working out. So I started working out. And then I had on the Daniel fast. And when I tell you, when I tell you that it took away all the things that was not good for me. It took it away. It was just like, a, it was like the antidote. It was like so weird. It was so weird to me. But I was told that if I want my life to change, like, and if you're looking for answers, that's what you have to do. And I'm like, damn, like, mm-hmm. I got to drink water. I got to eat a bunch of vegetables. Like, you know, I was like, wow. Then I, no sex, no drugs. Like, whoa, like that was, that was major for me. You know, that was right. Crazy. Exactly. Oh, that was so major for me. <laughs> it was so hard. I'm trying to tell you, girl. You saw I believe it was. Sex. And not smoking and drinking <laughs> and doing drugs, girl. That was my thing. So I pretty much, I didn't do it for 40 days. And oh, my God, it was a struggle, girl. I know it was. No, it was, yo, I'm talking about, you talking about some heavy discipline, like from cussing people out sometimes. Like, even when you're in the car, you like, you know, cussing people out when you're driving, you know? Like, all that right. plays a big, major part. And so it, it, it gave me a certain type of peace. It gave me more clarity on myself and what I got to do to progress in life. And when I got over the 40-day fast, I didn't drink for a year after that. That's good. Yeah. I didn't drink for a year after that. I didn't um, smoke no weed after that. I had a total cleanse. And I and I stopped um, eating meat. Oh, yeah. That yeah, beef ain't like good for the, you. Yeah. I just stopped eating meat because I don't know what the fast. It was for 40 days. Like, you know, no meat. So it was like. I wasn't too hyped to jump back into it. Right. Yeah. And so like, and then I was, and then I began to be not relying on drugs before I was reliant on weed. I'm like, I got to make sure I got my honey by my bag. I mean, everybody from Philly know how I used to roll. So this is like, I'm right. not making none of this shit up. I'm not making nothing. Up. I can't make this up. Like I always had honey in my bottle. I always had my, my, my weed roll, you know, in my compartment in my car. I was make sure I had my smokes. I was making sure I was cool, you know, because I felt like that would get me through my day, you know. But right. like now, I'm not codependent on anything but God. Like I'm not codependent on nothing. Like if I want to take a puff here and there, it's because I feel like it. Not because I feel like I had to. Like oh my God, I'm having such a hard day. I need some weed, you know. Like yeah. all that went away, even from the drinking. Like sometimes I have like a hard day and. I may cross paths with somebody and they're like, you know, maybe we need a drink. I'm like, I, I honestly don't need a drink. The drink is not going to fix my problems. It's not going to make me feel better. You know, when before, it used to make me feel better. It used to make me, you know, be caught up all in myself, you know, all blurred out from the world. You know, this is all stupid and this is like a zombie. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. But yes, girl, that was the biggest obstacle in, obstacle in my life. Because if I had not done that, like none of this stuff would be happening for me. Like even even talking, just talking to people about what God has done for me, like, you know, and telling them like, it's going to be okay. And, you know, cause I didn't, I didn't did everything I need to send. So when people come to me, I actually can tell them like, you can, you can, you can move past that because if I did it, cause girl, I was a renegade. If I can do it, like Portia Weeks, if she can do it, 
I know you can do it. <laughs> but you did like, it, and that's what matters. Like, you did it. Yeah. And well, it was life-changing. It was. Like you said, you'll never know where you would be if if you never did it. No. and No, you, no man. Every year I do it, and every, every year I do it in the month of January. I do it for 30 days. Some people do it for 21 days, you know. I like to do mm-hmm. a whole full month, you know? Yeah. But every time, like, every time I do the fairs, like, amazing things like happens it's like magic like i can't even like explain it it's and it's not even magic like it's, it's supernatural it's like god's supernatural power like it's it's his power that it just happens man you talking about god giving you anything you want any your heart's desire you know what i'm saying like whatever mm-hmm. you need you're, you you ain't never gonna be without and then it's like it's like blessings on top of blessings on top of blessings on top of blessings on my head is spinning like yo this is crazy I can't believe this is happening to me. I'm like, I want this for somebody else. So that's why I try to encourage my followers and encourage people that I meet. Like, you you got to hop on this. Like, you got to hop on this wave. Like, this wave is crazy. Yeah. You talking about people come to my DM. I'm depressed. I'm sad. I can't get out of this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm like, yo, like, this is the antidote. Like, this is the key to what you need. You just yeah. got to have a little bit of discipline. And if you can, if you can lock down 30 days, you can kick any habit because it's 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. And it needs to break a habit. Yeah, it is, man. I'm so happy for you that you were able to beat them demons, girl. Yeah, I mean, I, I still, I still fight them. I want to say that too. Like, I still fight my demons because I am, I am still the same person. Like, I'm still Portia, you know. I'm still right, um, flesh, you know. And I just try to keep my spirit fed, like constantly, every day. I don't go anywhere without my Bible. Everyone knows that. I travel my Bible everywhere I go. I don't care if I'm going to the corner store, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. in my car, it's in the shop, it's in my bag when I travel. I just try to keep myself being fed because at any given second, your flesh can, be, can, begin, can begin to get weak, your cup can get empty, and then you wind up doubling back, basically going backwards. You feel me? Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, it's certain days when I just be like, dang, like, you know, this drug is calling my name. Like, like. Like seriously, like this this shit is real. Like still today, like you know, people think that I'm an angel and like I, I'm no angel, you know. I'm I'm just a person, I'm just a messenger. Like, you know, I just try to give the word to people as the word has been given to me, you know, and I just try to live by the word, but I'm still a human being. And right, exactly. Yeah, like them them little habits and stuff, like it it, it still crosses my mind because I, I have mm-hmm. a brain and it works, you know, I have a heart and it pumps. So it's like every day I just try to keep myself prayed up every day and I try to read at least a couple of scriptures a day just to keep it in my spirit because when them times them urges come over me I'm like dad I just want to and then that word is in me and I, I go back and I reflect I'm like yo I'm good now like I like I, I, right. I, I made it do another day without without going backwards or doing that right thing because a lot of people they, they, they don't tell you when they hide in the bathroom or when they go back and do something that they ain't supposed to be doing because people will like you know snort coke or smoke a little weed or go like really do dramatic things behind closed doors oh, so yeah. I can tell you one thing but am I really doing it or is that person really doing it you know what I'm saying exactly mm-hmm. so this is what happens in closed doors with Portia like you know I still go through my moments you know I still have my moments but then I go to God and I talk to him and I and I get myself together and sometimes you know I'm like okay uh, I can't go around that person too much you know what I'm saying because that person might rub off on me you know what I mean? And I ain't trying to do that. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that negative energy, not at all. No, I do not. 
So as a hairstylist and a hair educator, mm-hmm. how do you help your clients achieve the results they desire? Okay, now I'm going I'm to comment. I'm going I'm to do it backwards. I'm going to go for the education part. Okay. Um, as far as my students and stuff, my students, I'll be in a, a class full of my students, and I know who is a slow learner. I know who um, my quick learners is. I know who's hands-on. I know a person can learn just by looking at me, whether it's a hands-on class or not. I can just, I skim the room real fast, and I just know, I know who's who. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then I teach them individually how they learn individually. Because everyone l- learns differently. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So we can mm-hmm. all be in the same class, but sometimes that person misses something. Sometimes that person is like, you know, um, may may not be, you know, as fluent as I would hope them to be, but I just take my time individually and I go to each student. Like, they'll tell you, I go to each student, I don't care how big my class is, each student, and I'll put my hands over their hands sometimes and I say, here, stroke like this. Like, if you feel my rhythm, you can get this rhythm, you know, as right. far as like, you know, plucking and stuff like that. But I just, I don't know. I just, I really care about my people. Like, I, I care about, I care about the many souls, you know what I'm saying? They come in right. for this class, so... I don't know. I just, I don't know. I go far and beyond because that's, that's the love that I have for what I do and the love that I have for people. Half the people come take my class. Like, I don't know if they spent their last, they could have, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I used to be one of those people. Like, I spent my last dime. So, I just try to t- treat them how I want somebody to treat me. Exactly. And as I far, agree 100%. Yeah. And as far as achieving certain looks for my clients and stuff, I'll just look across their heads. Like, a, I'll, I'll, I'll measure out their, um, the circumference or the frontal of their forehead and I say okay well this one needs to be you know pu- pushed back more if they got a big forehead I'm like do you want your forehead to be covered a little bit or you want your forehead to be like screaming out and they were like oh I want it covered up a little bit and some people say I want my forehead out so you know <laughs> I yes girl so I have like you know little conversations about what kind of look they're going for as far as like you know the looks they want and we just go to town after that yeah, I'm going to need to sit in a chair one good time, girl. <laughs> I got to make me an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's, yes. It's so so what is your meaning of success? The meaning for success um, for me is it's a constant thing. Like you got to consistently continue to be successful as far as on the clock, every day, every moment of your hour. If you want to succeed, like whatever you're doing, it should drown your brain. Because the more you think about something, the more it will become. Right. So if it doesn't drown your brain or drown, or drown your thoughts, then you're not you're not going to be successful. I, I don't think no one can be successful if they, they, they're not consistent. Yeah. So it's like, you got to be consistent. I'm sorry, y'all. You have to be consistent with whatever that you're doing. Success is... Writing down your thoughts, writing down your ideas, actually doing what you're writing down or doing what you're thinking and not postponing it or procrastination. You know what I'm saying? All those things, it, 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 it should not factor in, in your everyday life if, if you want to be successful. So, again, um, I'm repeat for the viewers. The question was basically, what is my view of success? And success to me is a constant thing. It'll never stop. I don't care how much money you got. You know, I didn't met millionaires and billionaires and they're still at it every single day as if they, you know, they, they're just starting their business. They're doing it every day constantly. So it's a constant thing. It never ends. It's not yeah, definitely to. don't. You got to grind hard every day. Yeah. So what strategy have you used to help you achieve your dreams? 
Oh, okay. That's easy. Um, strategy. My strategy. Um, we talked about the Daniel fast. I do that once a year. I fast for thirty days. Uh, the first time I did forty days. Um, that's one of my strategies to get me geared for the year. Okay, it sets mm-hmm. my, it resets my mind. It resets my body physically and mentally and spiritually. Everything is like a reset when I do it. And then I honestly become a, a, another person. It's like, I don't know. It's like every year. I mean, every year you're supposed to grow. Every day you're supposed to grow. But it's like a, a, a like a snake that, you know, got to shed their skin. It's like a, I don't know, my skin is shed. And then I'm like a new person again. Right. Um, I constantly pray. I, I pray a lot. Sometimes I just... You know, people around me that know me, I just I'll just stop and pray, and they look at me, and they they know what the deal is. You know, right? Praying <laughs> for real, because I know I'll, I'll do it at the most awkwardest moments. You know, what I'm saying because anytime I feel like I need to pray, I'll do it. You know, sometimes I excuse myself, sometimes I got time to excuse myself, and I just do it right then and there. And I just like you know, I silently just pray to myself. Uh, what else do I do? Oh, um, sometimes I'll go and um, I'll go sit by the water. Just, just you know, it's an attraction with me and water. Like, I love water and it does something to my spirit. And like I, it just, it purifies me um, inside and out. I always, um, I stay away from certain energies. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm not feeling a certain person, I stay away from them. Even, even till now, like, I, I just, I stays away from a lot of stuff. Right. <laughs> because, um... I don't know. I my I don't know. I'm just so I'm just so guarded in a good way though, not in a bad way, but in a good way. I just mm, I pretty much I I work and I I stay to myself. And when I go out every now and again, I have fun. And then after that, uh, the fun is over. Back to work. <laughs> Back to the grind. Right. Yep. <laughs> and that's good because some of those things that you mentioned are definitely um practices for like self-care and self-love like you know you're taking care of your body you know you're feeding yourself spiritually you speak you feeding yourself you know physically so you you making sure you good at the end of the day yeah i do that's how honestly how I, I i stay afloat seriously if i don't if i'm not in tune if i if i'm trying to tell you yo if, if god was not in my life like child you don't even know Mm. <laughs> right mm-hmm. <laughs> he comes first and you get so much accomplished when he is first oh no ab- ab- no absolutely like you have to put him first like you really do a lot of people say they put god first but i i i, I just understood what what putting god first mean this year 2018 not 2019 but 2018 it started to hit me i'm like wait am i wait am i putting him first like am i am i coming to him with the you know my problems all the time. Am I am I holding it in? Am I am I not saying that I allowed to him or any decisions that I make? Am I going to him first? You know, certain things, certain things, certain things you gotta do <laughs> to make it, and you gotta like you gotta have, seek counsel from him first. Yeah, first and foremost. Do you have a resource that you use every single day in your life, and it can be personal or in business that you cannot live without? Yeah. Uh, it's my Bible. <laughs> like I can't, I can't. That's my resource. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like even, even. I mean, my resource as far as my Bible, I can't live without. But I just, I just can't live without knowledge, like about life. You know, it's a lot of uh, wise things in the Bible. It's a lot of wise things in the Quran. You know, what I'm saying it's a lot of wise things in the Buddhist book. Is I mean, I'm talking about all different, all these things. Basically, mm-hmm. it's it's a book with laws in it, you know, um, the do's and the don'ts, you know, and guidance, you know, how you treat people, you know, you get what you put out, 
You know, if you sow good seeds, you'll get things good in return. Um, you do bad things. You know what's going to happen to you. You know, you, the universe is in a cycle. The universe is in is is it flows with you. You understand? Right. It don't it don't go against you. The universe don't go against you. It actually flows with whatever you're doing. So whatever it is you're doing is going to come back to you. Right. And so when I say that, I just like to I don't know. I like to dr- drown my brain with knowledge from all different walks of life from all different type of religion because it's just a man-made thing you know religion is man-made and it's a lot of good things um out of out of religion that you can learn from i'm not i'm not the religious type i'm just more spiritual and just being in tune and in touch um with our lord and um and the universe and people because that's all that's all you have down here is god the universe and people. And if you don't treat people a certain way, and if you don't treat yourself a certain way, you're not going to prosper. You're not going to prosper. I don't care if the person didn't like you or 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 they or they hate you or what have you. Like you cannot return with hate too. Like you you just can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I, I try my best to forgive anything that has happened to me or any any person that have done things to me that I feel a way about. I forgive them. And if, and, and then if I feel like it's a struggle of me forgiving that person. Mm-hmm. I constantly go to God in prayer. Like I add it in my prayers when I do pray. And then eventually as the months go by, it lifts us up off me and it, it feels good. You know, I don't want to harbor no bad things um, in my spirit about no one. And I don't think nobody should. It weighs you down, you know, and it, yeah, it, it do. Yeah. And it, and you, and you can like, your life can be just held at one standpoint. If you do that, like you won't progress. You just won't progress. If you don't forgive. I agree. There's no need to hold on to people and things you can't change. Yeah. It's seriously. <laughs> you gotta you gotta let that stuff go, yo. You gotta let it go. And also, um, all these books that I named from different like religions and stuff, like it'll also teach you how to live your life, even as far as like letting stuff go. People have a, a tendency of it's hard for them to let stuff go. Right, and, it is. Mm-hmm. Stuff, people, things, places they be at, it's hard. But then you wind up stunting your growth because you don't even know how to let go, you know. Mm, 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 mm. I feel for people like that, but all you can do is pray for them. Yeah. So, do you have any upcoming events or projects in the making that our listeners need to look out for? Um. Yeah, I'm getting into more of of doing like uh, movie scenes and like um, being doing like more illusion things that I'm learning out here. And getting connected with the right people, do like movie sets, movie scenes. Um, I'm coming out with a show. I'm not gonna get into too much of that, but coming out with a show, going to more of my full lace classes and stuff. And aside from the frontals classes, I'm a, I still do duos and stuff like that. But as far as like traveling, giving these classes, and going on tour, I'm going on tour for a full lace class. I will be in different countries um, this year. Um, my first country, well, first I went or out of state was, um, what was I, in London and Paris. So this time I want to take it up a notch because people was like asking for me in Africa and mm. in Dubai. Yeah. In the islands, they're asking for me. So um, this year is going to be a real full year and it's already starting off real good and it's real full right now. But um, just doing more people that the universe knows, that the world knows, you know, more celebrities more movie scenes, more plays. And I'm just getting into um, more illusion hairstyles. Like, I'm talking about doing with, with clay, doing facial hair. Um, all oh, that stuff decent. I wanted to do. Yeah, all that stuff I wanted to do, 
Like I'm 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 doing it. Like three months ago, I was like, I want to do more editorial work. Then people call me for editorial. So I'm getting into that this year. So I'm getting my hands in a lot of different things this year. And um a lot of more of my speaking events. Um uh, people like they love to hear me talk. So I mean it's all motivation, it's all good, all good conversation when I uh when I go to these events and speaking. So so far that's that's what's happening um in Porsche's world. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to have a good time, even though, you know, you're going to be out there teaching others, but it's still going to be an experience that you always going to remember. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. how can our listeners find you online? Okay. Um, you can find me, um, Styles of Portia. Um, you can find me on Babs Hair Salon page. Um, you can Google me. I'm all up and down the... The, the, uh, on Google, I googled myself <laughs> the other day, and I was looking at it like I cannot believe I'm googling myself. This is crazy. It feels so good. <laughs> that is everything. And nothing like yeah. being able to Google yourself. Yeah, I know, right? It's kind of weird. It's, it's, I don't know. It's so surreal to me. It's really surreal. It's crazy. It's crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is super dope. Yeah. Like, I be trying to Google myself, too. I get a couple hits. I ain't pages, but I get a couple hits. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. So, before we leave today, is there anything else you would like to say to our listeners that you feel will be valuable in bossing up? In bossing up? Okay. That's very easy. I say this all the time. If you don't boss up, you got to put God first. Like, you got to put the real boss first. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to put God first. If you don't put God first, I don't even know. It's nothing else that I can really tell you. Because you put God first, you put the boss first. He, he's going to make you the boss. Like, you know, he's going to trust that? you enough. Yep. You feel me? He's going to trust you enough to make you the boss if you pay attention to who the real boss is. And then once you become the boss, you continue to look to the boss. Which mm-hmm. is God. Like, you continue. It's not a, oh, I'm making it now. I don't got to pray as much. You know, everything going good. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. You continue to do that. <laughs> you do not stop. It's a constant right. thing. But, yeah. I'm, to all the listeners, like, y'all got to put God first. Y'all got to y'all gotta put God first. Y'all have to. Like, y'all have to build a relationship with him. He is the source. He is the strongest energy on this planet. It's, it's the energy. God is the energy. And he's, his energy is infinite. And his loving and his caring. He's forgiving. And he's merciful and he's graceful. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You got to tap into him and you'll be fine. Yes, that was super good. I love it. I love every bit of it. And I just want to tell you, thank you for your time today. No, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. I do. You are so welcome. And I hope all of our listeners was jotting down these good gems and how to contact you on social media. Mm -hmm. And... I hope everybody tunes in on this amazing episode. So with that being said, I hope everyone has an awesome day and continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.